welcome to the debut episode of Hardwood Parlays. I'm your host, Bobby Kravitsky, and I'm bringing you a bet from every game on Monday's slate using the lines found on FanDuel unless stated otherwise, starting with the Pacers, taking on the Sixers in the city of brotherly love. And the bet that I like for this matchup, James Harden registering a double-double combined with a Sixers win. You can get that at minus 132. When it comes to an isolated bet on Harden getting a double-double, well, that's listed at minus 210, so I'd stay away from it. The juice is not worth the squeeze on that one. But as far as Harden accomplishing that feat, well, he's averaging 26 points per game, 9.3 assists, and 8.3 rebounds. So he's on the cusp of averaging a double-double or even a triple-double for the season so far. And he put up 12 assists and 9 rebounds against the Spurs, yes, and a loss. But he also had 9 dimes and 8 boards against the Bucks and 7 and 8, respectively, in those categories against the Celtics. Not to mention, he leads the Sixers in touches and time of possession by a substantial margin. So I feel good about James Harden being able to register a double-double in this game. And then as far as the outcome goes, Philadelphia is 0-3. The Pacers are playing in their third game in four days, and it's their first one on the road. After Saturday's loss against San Antonio, Doc Rivers lit into his team and publicly challenged them, saying that they aren't ready to win right now and that they expected to be able to just show up and because they were at home against what's considered to be a team not as good as them in the Spurs, that they'd be able to cruise to victory. And that's not how it works at the highest level of basketball. And I understand that Doc is on the hot seat, and maybe this message doesn't reach his team, but I think it will spark a fire underneath them and that they come out in a matchup that is tailored for them to get a victory, and they ultimately do so. As for the Magic taking on the Knicks at the Mecca, I like Paolo Bancaro to go for over 18.5 points. You can find that figure at minus 118. He's generating 23 points to start his NBA career. He has scored at least 20 in his first three games, and he has an impressive combination of size, explosivity, and body control that makes him really tough to stay in front of. So even though Bancaro, he's only shooting about 30% from beyond the arc, and that makes it a little more challenging, I look at what he's done to start his career combined with those physical traits I just mentioned, and I think that for the fourth straight game, he goes over 18.5 points. Let's stick in the Eastern Conference. Raptors taking on the Heat in Miami. This bet actually comes courtesy of Prop Bomb from Action Network. I'm with him. I think Fred Van Fleet goes over five and a half assists. You can find that at minus 131 at Caesars. Van Fleet registered 10 assists against Miami on Saturday. He's averaging eight per contest. That's the most on Toronto. And as Prop Bomb points out, creating 14.3 potential assists per contest. Plus, Scotty Barnes is a game-time decision due to an ankle injury that might slash probably will keep him out. So I think that Fred Van Fleet dishes out over five and a half assists in this contest. Let's head out west now. Jazz taking on the Rockets. Who would have thought that Utah would be one of the NBA's remaining unbeaten teams? Certainly not Danny Ainge. And to me, I'm actually going to fade a member of this Jazz squad in Lowry Markinen. I'm going to say that he goes under 20 and a half points. You can find that figure at minus 114. This is the third game in four nights for Utah. They're on the second night of a back-to-back, and each of these games are on the road. Adding to that fatigue for Markinen, he leads the Jazz in minutes at 37. He's also a bigger fella to begin with, and making it more challenging, more challenging for him to reach 20 and a half points. He's only shooting 30.4% from beyond the arc so far this season. And yes, he did take 11 free throws against the Pelicans yesterday. But before that, he only attempted two against the Nuggets and the Timberwolves, respectively. So I look at him and his struggles to score 
outside of when he's inside the arc and the fact that he's not getting to the free throw line. And while I do recognize this is a Rockets team that has the league's lowest ranked defense, give me Markinen at under 20 and a half points at minus 114 for those reasons I just mentioned. Then when it comes to a cross-conference matchup between the Nets and the Grizzlies, I like the under in this one. It's listed at 233, and you can pluck it at minus 110. I know that it's early, and stats are for losers, but Brooklyn is putting is 22nd in points per game, putting up 108.5. That comes against two defenses in the Pelicans and the Raptors that are roughly league average. Conversely, the Grizzlies, they're averaging 113 per contest. They face two top 10 defenses, statistically speaking at least, but they also took on the Rockets, who rank last in that category, and that helped prop up that figure on a night where John Moran nearly went off for 50 points. And the Nets and the Grizzlies, they rank 21st and 20th, respectively, in pace. So this is going to be a slower-tempo game with two teams that ultimately, I think, are not going to reach such a high figure when you look at their track record so far to start the season. So again, I think 233, that's too steep of a figure. I like the under in this one, and you can get it at minus 110. Heading back to the Eastern Conference, I like the Celtics and the Bulls, and particularly what I like about this matchup is Jason Tatum to be the top scorer in this game. You can get it at plus 125. Now look, maybe it's Jalen Brown's night, or DeMar DeRozan goes off and outscores everyone. If that happens, I'll live with it. But Tatum's averaging 34 points per game to start the season. He dropped 40 on the Magic in Orlando, and he's generated 104 points in the first three games so far. That is a franchise record, surpassing Larry Bird. And not only does he lead Boston in scoring, he's taking the most shots on the team, and he's attempting eight free throws per contest. So give me Jason Tatum against a Bulls defense that's 16th in defensive rating. And I expect JT to be Boston's leading scorer tonight. Heading back out West, Spurs taking on the Timberwolves in Minnesota. The one that jumps out to me in this matchup, San Antonio at plus eight. You can get it at minus 106. The Spurs, they won as a 13 and a half point dog in Philly on Saturday. They have the ninth best offensive ratings to start the season. Thanks to having five players averaging double figures led by Keldon Johnson's 21 points per contest. Meanwhile, Minnesota on a second night of a back-to-back, so that doesn't bode well for them being able to win by nine or more in this tilt. And San Antonio, I think with their ability to crash the glass and generate second chances and capitalize on them, I think that ultimately the Spurs are able to at least keep this within eight points, even if they don't prevail tonight. Then as for the Nuggets and the Blazers, one one of the better, more entertaining games that figures to be on the slate Monday. I like the over in this one at 226. You can get it at minus 110 on FanDuel. Damian Lillard off to an excellent start, averaging 34 points per game, much like Jason Tatum. He averages 23 points and seven assists against Denver. Portland, meanwhile, putting up 111 points per contest to start the season. Denver even better at at 117, excuse me, thanks to having six players scoring in double figures, led by the reigning two-time MVP, Nikola Jokic, who's averaging 24 per contest. So my prediction for this one, a high-scoring, highly entertaining affair with both teams combining and doing what needs to be done for that over at 226 to ultimately come through for people. There you have it, a bet for every game on Monday's NBA slate. I'm Bobby Kravitsky, and this has been Hardwood Parlays. Thanks for tuning in.